The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Okay, we're here. And uh, this week we're uh, recording a slightly different time because um, uh, Zip's got a... He's playing out with a really cool blues band at our normal time. And uh, it's... Uh, it's George T. Gregory, who I went to see a few days ago. It's an awesome band, Zip. Thank you very kindly, Bob. It was a shock to see you there. Why well, was it a shock? I I oh, no, because, you know, I thought you were kidding. He said, oh, I'll make the drive down. It was an hour and a half drive. That's a pretty yeah. good hike for... Uh, in Vermont, we call that going out for milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing yeah. at that? An hour and a half is, you know... <laughs> It, it, like going to Boston is almost three hours, two forty-five. <laughs> Worcester's two and a half. So yeah, it was good. It was great milk. to see you. Well, I, I will say this: that club is is New England's version of a Chitlin Circuit gig. You know, it's a barbecue. <laughs> it really is. It's a. Yeah. It's is it Theodore's got, Barbecue Booze um, Barbecue and something right? Blues. Blues, booze, and barbecue. Blues, booze, yeah. and barbecue. See, that's what and I so love the, about Chicago. Yeah. Every venue's like that. Yeah. And, and by yeah. the way, you know a restaurant's good when the food is an afterthought in the name. <laughs> yes. No, uh, but it really fun. was great was barbecue, fun. actually. I would go back just for the food. Yeah, it was good. And, and you know, it's got the ambiance, too, for sure. I wouldn't want to see it in the, you know, in bright sunlight. No, in the daylight. But, <laughs> no. But it's a great place. Yeah. At night, the... Oh. Uh, at night, the insects can hide easier. Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, we're here, and uh, we have some. We have several pieces of good news and lots of interesting topics tonight. Uh, Spike O'Neill will join us in a little bit. Uh, when he comes on, we'll talk a little bit about Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read the exposés by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, where Facebook was this a, a lawsuit that was settled? No, no, no. I, I'll bring you up I'm speed thinking, on sorry, it. I'm and again, another most people don't pay for their news. They don't yes. subscribe to anything. <laughs> so uh, until Tucker Carlson or Rachel Maddow starts talking That's about it, not true. Uh, I know I'm teasing you, but uh, anyway, there's a, some interesting Facebook news. Also, uh, I I do want to say this. Uh, thank you so much to each and every one of our listeners. Uh, our audience has grown by about 25% just in the last several weeks. Wow. And it's holding consistently. It, there could be a couple of things uh, causing it. I'm going to go with we're good. Or dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you. And several new uh, Patreon subscribers. And uh, that's our tip jar. And we much appreciate it. We've actually caught up with the overhead expenses of starting the podcast and uh, i believe we're not there yet but the possibility of each of us making about 25 bucks <laughs> it's in sight no. uh, much appreciated that's per month way. by the way that's not yes. per podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway thank you uh oh, let's see um get to the audience tease that thing um, I, I don't have COVID anymore, by the way. That was oh, that was the other big one, and let's start with that. Yeah. On last uh, week's podcast, which was delayed because I was sick, Ed Kelly had tested positive for I the have. coronavirus. Yeah. And it turns out, it was a false positive. Yeah. So after two consecutive tests, both negative, uh, we I think it's safe to assume that. So. But was it a PCR test or was it one of those rapid tests? I had one of each. They both came from the nasal swabs, though. But the one that was positive was which one? 
the nasal, the quickie, the 10 minute. Yeah. Those yeah. quickies are 20% wrong. 20, yeah, 20 to 25% okay. wrong. You would never <laughs> take a quickie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Test. Uh, all that right. Is, Put yeah. out. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Butthead or Beavis, whichever one you're being right. <laughs> uh, knock it off. Bob. Knock it off, Bob. <laughs> no, I would never take one of those. I would think. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Here you have a virus that mm-hmm. kills 1.7 percent of people who are diagnosed. That's right. the that's the actual mortality Stat. rate. Mm-hmm. Would you, to try and save your life, take something that was wrong 20 percent of the time? <laughs> More than once, I might. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't understand those tests. It's yes. like it's they're like the uh, Janssen. Uh, you know the company is Janssen, but they call it the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Yes, it is. Yeah, the parent company is called Janssen, right? Uh, it's like that. That you know, they said, it, "Oh, it's sixty-six percent effective out of the gate." Yeah, and people were like, "Well, that's pretty good." <laughs> and I'm like, "This country sucks at math." Yeah, so bad. Uh, but anyway, Maybe. so how did you? How did uh, did? So you went back for the PCR test. After that positive, and the PCR came back negative. I'm negative, guessing. yeah. I've t- actually two tests. One, uh, they both came back negative, and uh, I just go because some sometimes they just take forever. And what I what I have to do is, in order to get into Canada, it can't be more than seventy four hours, seventy two hours old. Right. The test, uh, and and if you do test uh, positive, you have to have two consecutive negative tests in order to get back over. Now, I believe you have to swim across the lake to get back, or is that the real Grand Up? <laughs> it's not up? a lake; it's a river. It's oh. Called okay. the Detroit River. The Bob. Detroit River. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've, friends of mine wanted to go to Canada, but they were worried they wouldn't get back in. Yeah, that's true. They can they can stop you on both sides of the border. It's funny. Uh, you've got to fill in an entire app, an online or like a phone app, and have it completely filled out with your approval code to show to the border guard on the Canadian side. On the way back, say, hey, where you been? Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, okay. Have a nice night. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Any uh, fire on any alcohol? Do you care? Anything to declare? Okay. Have a yeah. nice night. Yeah. Spend a bunch of American dollars while you were here? Yes. <laughs> Come again. Yeah. Right. You, you had, still haven't gone to see your sister, though. I have not. I, I had to skip the weekend because I was positive. And I, I had yeah. to go back to my mechanic, and I had to say, hey, Maurice, uh, I hate to tell you this, but when I dropped off the the car, I went for a test afterwards, and I tested positive. Maurice said, you tested what? Oh. Wait a <laughs> minute. Was, so you had to do the the, um, the uh, contact contact thing. shaming. And I went on the air and and uh, and I said to the guys on the air because I had been in with them on Friday. I said when they, when I talked to them on Tuesday, I said, "Yeah, I tested positive today." And so you literally you, told everyone you had an STD, and it turned out it was a false positive. <laughs> that's about it. I, said, yeah, I it don't have like herpes. It. I swear. Wow. So <laughs> now, what what did they have to do? After you well, they, told they, them. they they didn't. Uh, well, my my sister, thinking that it may have been that I may have picked it up in Canada, of course, went for, for a test. Told all of um, uh, I saw also saw my niece and her fiance. So she told them. They consulted with uh, medical personnel who said, "Nah, you'll be you, you should be okay. You should be fine. Mm. You social distanced. It wasn't yada yada yada." And then, uh, of course, I uh, told Maurice, and he just it just ruined his weekend. Oh. That's so terrible. Yeah. Um, will he ever work on your car again? Well, he hasn't called me. I said, well, hey, when the parts came in, will you call me? He has not called yeah. me. <laughs> so I, that may have ended that relationship. It, he had a pretty tense weekend. And oh, that yeah. shimmy in the front head uh, is gone now that I have COVID. It's <laughs> no, great. it's not. No, it's not. Oh. Well, I'm glad you didn't have it. Although, yeah, me too. 
having it and being asymptomatic means that you have an awesome immune system. Well, I that could be true, but uh, maybe it's maybe I already had it. I don't know. Like I but, say, but, when I got off that plane in California, I I fell pretty hard. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back, Ed. Thanks. Unfortunately, none of us are ever in the same room. We're socially distanced. <laughs> I, yes. I'm in uh, Vermont. Zip's in uh, the Boston uh, suburbs of Worcester. And you thought you had COVID when you were uh, not feeling so well a few days ago, right? It's funny. The logical part of me mm -hmm. said there's no way I have COVID because right. I've had three vaccinations. Right. And the numbers, uh, the numbers would be yeah. infinitesimally uh, small. Super small. And, and and here's the thing about saying numbers I've figured out. Because I, I do a lot of deep diving on this stuff. I know you do. But it's a constant moving target. So whatever I tell you, two weeks later, you can say, well, something different's out now. Do tell me about this constantly moving target. Fauci, I don't envy <laughs> yes. you. I don't uh, envy me either. For lots of reasons. But um, you were right about the booster shot. And I cannot believe that the FDA, with the evidence it had in its hands from Israel, basically went against your and Biden's recommendation and said only 65s. And I have a th 65 and up, they said, and immunocompromised. When everyone expected them to okay it for everybody starting eight months after their first shot. But Yeah, well, when you get your staff from ZipRecruiter, you take what you get. Right. <laughs> But I did some math, almost like when someone gets married and there's a baby six months later. <laughs> you do the deduction. Now, here's some math that I did. Uh -huh. And basically right now, the ones who have had six full months since they're vaccinated right. are 65 plus. Right. And so I have this sneaking suspicion that in a couple of weeks— Fauci and all you guys will come on and say, well, we didn't have it two weeks ago, but we have new research now, which, by the way, I already saw. And you'll say now 50 and up. In other words, all this drama about what they're approving and what they're not, I don't think it's really going to change anything. Eventually, everybody's going to get it. Well, now that we're allowing children who are going to school to get it, you yeah. should see how the crap has hit the fan over that one. Yeah, well... 12 and up, though, right? Yes. And then the 5 to 11-year-olds, we have the advance word that it works, and it's St. Joseph's vaccine for children. It's a very diluted dose, yeah. yes. It's like one-third. And that that one also works, and, and they expect... I, I, I wouldn't have choose Halloween. You wouldn't have choose how, how to no. learn English very well, either. <laughs> I wouldn't have choose Halloween. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's when they say they think they'll be able to give it to get. So basically, by like right now, we know we could save children's lives. Yes. But to satisfy the politics of people who think we're moving too fast, we'll start saving their lives. Slow down. Thanks, you're Kevin. moving too fast. Yeah. Halloween's coming. Wear a mask. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. But hey, what can I say, folks? Just, you know. By the way... Uh, I know several people are very nervous, and I'm not that nervous, partially because I'm fully vaccinated, but also uh, looking at the CDC website. Mm -hmm. 
I, you know, I'm not a fan of the CDC, but their website has the best. Like, you got to go to the best sources for data and then do your own spin. And basically, their data says that somewhere around 5.7 people per million are dying per day right now. And it's a, it's a big number because we have 320 million people, uh, and it's about 1,800 to almost 2,000 people a day. How does that compare to the original outbreak? Uh, it's very close to uh, what it was in the original outbreak when we were all shut down. But back earlier this year, during the worst outbreak of Delta, we had some 4,000 days. And, uh, and, and for a longer period of time. So the answer is it's about a half as bad as its worst. And it's very similar to last March. Yeah, coming back. It's about half as bad as last March. Is that what you said? Uh, let's see. Yes, March 2020 when this... Uh, well, no, actually, we've been, we've been at this a year and a half. Well, yes, we have. Okay, so we're in 2021. So I'm talking March, April, May 2020. You know, we were all locked down. Yeah. Uh, the death toll approached two grand around then. It was in that... And, yeah, facility. everybody was using the hand spray and every... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and gloves. And by the way, it was much less transmissible... Than what's out there now, than the variants. Yeah. yeah, and and the Delta variant took over in um, the early part of this year, right around inauguration is when the, you know, the shit really hit the fan, and uh, you know, the numbers were absolutely crazy. We we hit four thousand on at least a couple of days, which is nutty. Uh, now think about this. I always think about the daily amount and what it would be if it was annual. So if 1,800 people die, close to 2,000 people die in a day, and there's 365 days in a year. It, 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 how, many, how many people is that? <laughs> there's no mathematician. It'd be like seven, it would be like yeah. 700,000. <laughs> that's the annual rate. That's crazy, right? Wow. So, so let me ask you this. So, so it's, it, uh, you know, the severity of people getting it, we have more ventilators. We don't need the portable morgues that we were just throwing bodies in the back of refrigerated Well, trucks. actually, it depends on where you are. Okay. Um, in eastern Washington, which is a very right-wing part of Washington, uh, they're actually rationing care in Spokane. Wow. wow. And in uh, states with low vaccination rates, there are a few other states that have had to ration care, where they literally turn away a, a lot of people, and then they have a plan in case... There's two people that need the one ventilator. They give it to the one most likely to survive and let the other one croak. That is a part that's called wartime that's a triage. Death panel. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's part of the world. But fortunately, no one likes to hear that, hmm. so it's not really being talked about much. Thank you, Captain Jack the Fun King. And now with more news from around the world across the nation and well, up your street. Time for some happy chatter. How's the weather next 10-day forecast? Yeah. Hey, where's Willard Scott when you need him? Oh, I'm gone. Right. Uh, but that's COVID. The good news is that the people who are, uh, who are anti-vaxxers are getting infected very fast. And then they'll have antibodies and antibodies. I think people will be surprised. They expect a big upturn in the winter, uh, and it may it may happen. I don't know anything, but it may just be that it you know, it's working its way through the population. Because there's two ways 
for it, you know, the way they did it in 1918. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any vaccines. No, they sure didn't. We've now exceeded the death toll of the 1918 flu pandemic. That uh, took 675,000 lives, and we've crossed that threshold. Except that as a percentage of population. Doesn't matter. They're old. No, in 1918, uh, we had much less Less people. people, So that was like one out of every 100-something people died, whereas we're at one out of every 500. Bring on uh, Rocco the Clown again to cheer people up, please. <laughs> please. Ed Kelly, do some fun. Hi, kids. How are you? Hey, <laughs> we got fun here. Yeah. Come on. I got free bazooka bubble gum for everyone. <laughs> I love that oh, character, man. actually. Is that, oh, yeah. He's similar to the I love to laugh guy, right? No, we called him Boner the Clown back in the day because I had balloon animals. <laughs> And no matter what I made, what animal I was trying, it always looked like a boner. <laughs> boner, but you could get away with it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, enough on COVID. But basically, if you're vaccinated, great. If you're not vaccinated, I actually respect your position. Uh, yeah. You're taking your own risk, just like people who eat a tub of Haagen Dazs, just like people who smoke fat cigars. It's not my place to tell you what to do. Yeah. Well, it hurts public safety. I think it sucks, but, you know, that's as far as I'll go. As I mentioned, our radio producer is actually resigning over this. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, several people have been in the news for quitting their jobs. Yeah. They're, they're just walking away from yeah. uh, good, well, hard-to-find broadcast gigs uh, because on, based on principle. And, you know, and, and I said to him today, I said, Ray, I respect, I said, more, more of my friends are actually Republican or conservatives than, than, than are the liberal stripe. He said, yep. well, but, that's because you listen to other opinions and you actually respect people's others' opinions. And well, I, thought, okay, I respect everyone's opinions, including conservatives, so yes. we differ on that. Yes. But I, I have to say, I don't think this is a liberal or conservative issue anymore. I really don't. You don't think it's been Every conservative I know except for one is vaccinated. Okay. And the one that's not— And that's not, true. The, the percentage is quite high. It, yeah, they're all vaccinated. And in Vermont— 87% of all eligible people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And Vermont has a Republican governor who won with a 67% margin. <sighs> so I was still uncomfortable a, when he was coughing. He, okay. Here's what it's about. And I'm not going to say it's about smart and stupid because I'd mm. be tempted to say that, but that's not what I want to say. It's really about what you choose to believe in today's crazy world where you don't know what to believe. And I'm not going to be mad at people for you know like i wouldn't if, if someone fell in a quicksand i wouldn't go you idiot yeah. serves you right glub 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 you know they <laughs> fell into quicksand right <laughs> what would you what? do like what kind of a moron walks yeah. into quicksand and that's and that's how we've been trained by facebook to talk to each other yeah which well gonna, keyboard courage language yeah it's more than keyboard courage. We're going to get into that. I'm going to talk a little bit about the, and I told Spike to read up on it when he joins us. Uh, mm. The Facebook algorithms are designed to make us more angry at each other. I'll give you a hint at that. And they've been caught by the oh. Wall Street Journal. Yeah, they've been caught wow. with smoking memos. Mm. Uh, it's really bad. Oh, and why? Because it drives up the engagement rate. Save this, save this, because I, I okay, I, I had to save a bone for Spike. <laughs> so to speak. I mean, you guys got the two uh, cool stories. Uh, let's see, what did I send you? 
Well, you said the uh, the reason that the U.S. will be will lose out in the the digital uh, oh, currency yes, game. Yes. So, uh, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Doge. cryptocurrency. Uh, remember how we've talked about it several times. Yeah, I invested actually very lightly. Which which one did you buy? Um, I'm not. It isn't the big one. Ruff, it's, ruff. Uh, it's not Dogecoin. <laughs> no, it's not Doge. It was pre-Doge. Okay. Uh, anyway, Doge was like 2016 now. Yeah, and I, I bought in probably about a year ago, and I just let that about sixty bucks ride. And it's sixty dollars, about sixty whole dollars <laughs> worth, twenty at a time, okay. three times. <laughs> One bitcoin costs forty eight thousand. I, I understand that, but I'm up over a hundred dollars now, so I'm so not. So you can buy a fraction of a crypto. Yeah, you can. Well, you can on PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. I would never want to own one thousandth of something. <laughs> well, you, you you're not a Scott like me. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've just read the very first article, and here's the good news: it's free. Mm. It's not behind a paywall. Yeah, until you go, until I clicked on something else on that page, and then there was a. Paywall. Oh yeah, there's a well, there's quicksand. <laughs> yes. You idiot! You fell in quicksand. <laughs> Time Magazine quicksand. Yeah. Mm. Um, but this is the best article I've ever read about explaining what the attraction is of Bitcoin, because. Even amongst people who are excited about it, invested on it, yeah, I could never get the well, what's the why is it the killer app? Why? I mean, all of my money is digital already. Everything's in the but, bank. It's on an app. And did it come down to blockchain technology or not? What it came down to is actually where the vulnerability is amongst the old guard. Oh yeah, where yeah, as we, you mean with the American dollar as the standard? Nope, nope, no. And, and it's hidden in this article. Okay. Uh, so let's walk. Let's walk through some of the stuff. Okay. In the article, first off, the article is about how the U.S. is falling behind China. Way behind, yeah. Which is clickbait, by the way. Other countries as well, yeah. Falling behind China. I better click <laughs> on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, the article makes no case, really, about why that's necessarily bad. But the article says. The U.S. is losing the global race to decide the future of money, and it could doom the almighty dollar. Mm -hmm. You can't get someone to click on an article. That says that. Unless, <laughs> no, unless you make them afraid or horny. I mean, those are the two things. <laughs> no, that is not that far off. No. <laughs> That's actually bang on the money. So that one didn't make me horny. <laughs> well, it did make the inflation uh, ring in your head, yeah. Here's how the article begins. In cities across China, mm. they're rolling out the E-Renminbi. However, however that's pronounced. However their currency is pronounced. Yeah. An all-digital version of its paper currency that can be accessed and accepted by merchants and consumers without an Internet connection, without credit, or even a bank account. That's right. Now. They've already done five billion in transactions, which for a, a country with one point four billion in it means everyone bought a cup of coffee. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. small. Uh, China has opened its digital currency up to foreigners. Next year, when Beijing hosts the Winter Olympic Games, that'll be the, the litmus test. They're going to push it hard there. So, right. I get it. Could this doom the almighty dollar? No, but it got you to click. It did. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the United States is had a multi-year like committee to explore the possibility mm -hmm. of doing crypto and hasn't even done anything. Nothing. Kicked they have no can. position on it. Yeah. 
Uh, the article explains why. Did you catch why we haven't done anything? Because the big banks are, are uh, against it, right? Perfect, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Zip, did you peruse the article? <laughs> I have not, but I'm fascinated in your conversation, <laughs> enjoying the podcast thoroughly tonight. No, I'll I tried to send it yeah. to you three weeks ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, time. you know. Yes. <laughs> did you send it to me? I did, but that's When okay. did you send it? This morning? Uh, uh, same time I sent it to Ed a couple okay. of days ago. Uh, instead of waiting until the day of, I decided to send these articles as I have them. But <laughs> it, but that's all right. There won't be It's good, though. It's good. So here's, and, and the article... The article mentioned this, but I realized why digital currency is the killer app and also why it's got a very tough road to hoe. When you make a transaction, whether you're, you know, hiring a hitman for a drug lord. <laughs> Silk Road, whatever. Or, or purchasing a human being through <laughs> online, what do you call yeah. that? Human, human trafficking. trafficking, yes. Or perhaps you're buying a nice vase. I mean, it could be as innocent as that. Well, no, it, it depends on the price. It's a vase if it's under $50. It's a vase yeah. if it's over 50 so. When you are doing this, what digital yeah. currency provides is trust, i.e. Accountability. It's, it's, it's accounted for very tightly, and when someone gives you the thing, you give them the thing, and... The same reason you use your credit card. You know, stores used to have layaways. Yes. Because there was no credit cards. And so you would go to Sears and you would put 50 bucks down on a bed. And every week you'd come with $5 from your payday. Well, I put 50 bucks down on a bed, but it wasn't at Sears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's all right. It's amazing we're you not just in Vegas. Help with, with I'm like sorry. I'm so okay. impetuous. That's who I am. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and what happened in the United States, the way our economy and banking system developed is we created credit cards. Right. And these credit cards Lucrative. charge approximately 2.7% per transaction. Mm -hmm. You don't think you feel it because it's the merchant that pays it. Picks it up, sure. But the credit cards are the equivalent of the mob. <laughs> because it's compounded and all kinds of things. Could you you got do, the vig. Could you please yeah. do that up as front. Tony Soprano? That was your clue. That was your clue. Hey, they get the big up front. They're doing it right. They know what they're doing, these That's guys. Right. They're not goose like you. That's how the credit card companies work. Yeah. So here's the problem with cryptocurrency, and here's the opportunity. If you use cryptocurrency to buy a car instead of a credit card, Sure, you'll lose out on some Spirit Airlines miles, <laughs> but there's a zero fee. Yeah. And there's a detailed record of what you did for you, and the transaction is private. There's a whole privacy thing, which, they'll, by the way, it'll end, it'll end up being regulated because mm -hmm. you can't just let people worse than Tony Soprano... <laughs> Do whatever the freak they want, right? Or his kid, yeah. So, uh, so that, and when I saw that, I went ding, 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 ding. The hope of these digital currencies, just like Amazon destroyed all local businesses, huh? is that they could destroy our banking system. And the reason the U.S. is dragging its feet is because if you take away banking and pharmaceuticals. <laughs> there is no and US. smart bombs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's half our economy. 
right there. So, in other words, the established players, yes, the one percenters, uh, are going to put the uh, what would you say, Tony, the kibosh? They're going to sleep with the fishes, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, in China, uh, they may see, and and now the article starts to make sense. In China, they may go, you know what? Let's create digital currency and make it so big to follow the model of Jeff Bezos mm. that they can't stop us. We are the mom and pop shop in that scenario. We are. We have 320 million people and China has 1.4 billion people. So the good news here, I think, is that the credit card company's days are numbered. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven. Yes. Now, it doesn't mean they'll give up. No. Um, You know, I've always wondered why credit card companies charge so much and do so little for you. Because they can, Bob. They can get away with it. Yes. Just like the NFL. Yes. Whose viewership is down, by the way. Hmm. Anything terrestrial television is down. So, what would you, like, what would your dream credit card be? A dream credit card. One that paid itself off. <laughs> ah, that's not going to happen. No, I know. Well, wouldn't it be a, a card where the fee, instead of 2.7%, was a much more reasonable 0.3? And wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it be a card that took every transaction you did and on an app you could see and categorize every single thing and keep track of everything you're doing so mm-hmm. that you could run your budget more efficiently? Right. And it gives Downtown Joe a $100 bonus every yeah, time. Yeah, that's his it. ideal. <laughs> now, wait a second. Don't you use your... I, I use a credit card for almost everything I buy. I do. And, yeah. Okay. And I pay it off before the end of the month. Right. But right. I'm paying... I'm paying... You're what they call a deadbeat. I'm paying the, the drug business. lords at Chase. I don't care if they dress them up as Vikings. <laughs> I'm paying them almost 3%. Yeah. That's a hidden tax for doing shit. They don't That's do That's passed anything. on to yeah. everybody, including the non-credit buyer. Exactly. Yeah. And and for that, why isn't mal why doesn't this stuff evolved? It almost reminds me of radio which you know, from the 1970s when I had that cassette intern, uh, insert so I could put FM radio on my car radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the last major technological <laughs> investment in radio. Yeah. And no, well, it's still AM stereo. Just, AM stereo. Don't forget AM stereo. Let's <laughs> well, that work out. <laughs> which didn't work out. Yes. And, you know, so here's the thing. Credit card companies, how about giving us some value and then facing the fact that just like record companies with Spotify, your world is changing, and so improve and innovate your product. Don't the old guard love doing that, cutting their profits and improving their product? No. Mm-mm. no they never do. They like second, third, and fourth homes and bigger and longer boats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, back to will crypto succeed? <laughs> yeah, not so much. It might. So, so who guarantees the security of crypto and its value? How is it collateral? Mathematics. That's it. Yeah, it, it's basically an algorithm that um, 
it's sort of like you, me asking you, how does the computer, uh, computerized carburetor work in your car? You just know that you don't have to push it to start it anymore like you used to. <laughs> and pop the clutch. To pop the clutch. Uh, it's complex. I mean, we could, I don't know enough to give you a good answer. Isn't it that the transaction is, is, is verified by millions of different uh, computers? Yes, it's verified, and it's, you know, this whole mining Bitcoin thing is confusing right. to me. I don't know anything about it, really. Uh, but what I do know is that if someone finds a way to hack, to screw over an existing business, and it isn't Jeff Bezos yeah. or Elon Musk, it will be somebody in digital currency. And I will root them on. So do you see the FDIC jumping in and... Backing, would it, be, would it be the FDIC or would it I be don't know the, who would it be? Would it be a SEC? global? Well, every government, uh, and by the way, there are several governments that have started accepting Bitcoin, but no one yes. cares about them. Yeah, every government time. regulates their own country, and so that's the challenge. It's very similar, by the way. Bitcoin coin is very similar to Uber. If Uber, if the if the old taxi cabs we're compared to credit card companies who are charging 2.7% and Uber comes along and eliminates that fee and no longer has to pay the taxes that the you know regular taxi companies pay the medallions, the medallions yes. and all of that Ugh. so it, this plays out all the time and PayPal uh, we're a PayPal we're not a bank right uh, PayPal is uh, is in itself a kind of a digital currency but it has to play with the banks but PayPal plays nice with the banks which right. is what all the cannabis shops are going to have to learn how to do too. <laughs> I mean that's how the world usually works yeah. all right uh let's bring on Spike O'Neill ladies and gentlemen here Spike. he is from Seattle hey, how are guys. you sir good countries that take bitcoin Brazil, hold on a second Colombia I'm going to bring you up to Argentina. the right level countries that take bitcoin go ahead somebody already brought uh, him up Brazil yeah. Argentina, Peru, any anybody run with a drug cartel will right. take Bitcoin. Yeah, well, some some real banking th strongholds like Malaysia, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Madagascar, I think, you're, Uganda, you're, you're Uganda, him up. <laughs> Bitcoin. Good lord, do you, Bob, do you remember when the guy gave us each five Bitcoin? Yes, I do. So did you find those? This is a hilarious no. story. No, no, some guy no. on our show when Bitcoin was first invented gave each yeah. of us five Bitcoin. Oh my! And God. we lost it. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, I don't think we lost it. I think somebody helped themselves to our Bitcoin in our studio. Why, why do you? And, think I, and, I, and I just because the guy who does middays at Jet now is loaded wait a minute. Didn't Bitcoin. he say, give it to us in an in an email though? It's it wasn't. No, like he a, gave us a, gave us a certificate with a with a number attached to it, which we never did anything with. I left mine in the studio, like all things in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, Spike's like, what's this worth? Yeah. Yeah, you need like, a time machine. That's what you need. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the guy who uh, who does middays at Jet is loaded in Bitcoin for some, some odd reason. Unbelievable. But he wasn't there when we were there, so that's oh, a crazy theory. Yeah, he was. Anywho, <laughs> if, I mean, if you want conspiracy well, I don't theories, mean to besmirch. they're very big these days. But well, oh, too, you think? Okay. <laughs> and you know what? Nobody's checking those. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Well, people are people who pay for their news. We're going to get to that in a second. So, uh, just to finish this Bitcoin thing, um, China is going for it, and if China creates, a, and by the way, we'll of course we'll follow if we have to. Uh, but if China creates essentially a credit card co a company killer, 
um, then our financial system is going to be very challenged. And it is war. Money is always war, right? Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He who has the money wins the yeah. war. So, you know, they call them CBDCs. Did you know that? That's a club in New York where the Ramones broke, right? That's no. CBGBs, you moron. Oh. CBD oh, is something else. CBDCs are uh, central banking digital currencies. Yes. And we don't so, have so you didn't answer how you how do you secure a how do you determine the value the current value how do you police it and who is the securing agency of this well is isn't isn't the securing agency all who hold it don't they all have a vested interest in its security yeah, it's it's essentially all locked up in this thing called blockchain which is which you can't hyper- explain yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I can point you to a website that'll make you dizzy. <laughs> no, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's a bit dense. <laughs> but that's it. You, can you explain? I'm sticking with my mattress and yeah. cash. Can you explain to me how your iPhone works? Go ahead. Tell me. No, no I, I see know. the pictures I, on it. I Tell know. me how it works. <laughs> yeah. I how many you. transistors are in there? Yes. Uh, but w- would it create at. a global valued account? You know what I mean? In other words, uh, Bitcoin is global. Uh, so digital currency is global depending on whether people are willing to use it and accept it. Again, it's like Apple Pay. It's like PayPal. It, all of these things. American we're Express. Yeah. We're evolving <laughs> toward, you know, your money's in a cloud. Something proves your identity, which is what Bitcoin you know, blockchain would do. And something verifies the identity of who you're giving it to, and then you trust that thing in the middle. It's no different with banks. It's no different with credit cards. And in the old days, Sears layaway. Right. Right. It's all so if I could get if I get like a tattoo on my wrist and maybe some kind of insignia on my my jumper, they would know you know that it's me and that's my money. Right? Well, <laughs> anybody get that? Anybody? <laughs> Something oh. in perhaps the shape of a star. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to know. get that. I don't want to get that. All right. Uh, moving on. The media <laughs> fell for a viral hoax about ivermectin, and this time the eggs on the progressives. Are you aware of this, Spike? That ivermectin was, in fact, a treatment for various illnesses and approved by, uh, or it actually won a Nobel Prize for, uh, for, for pharmaceuticals? Uh, is that so, what you're talking about? So you're partially there, yes. Uh, ivermectin is not just for deworming horses. It's also no, approved no. for some uses with human beings. Yeah, absolutely. So the whole horse thing was a bit of an exaggeration, but no, that's not what this is about. No, actually it wasn't, but let's go on to what, what it's about then. And then we'll go back for the other one. Well, what happened is that a news channel in Oklahoma did a report that rural hospitals throughout the state were in danger of becoming overwhelmed by victims of a very specific poisoning, overdoses of ivermectin. Did you hear about this? I did. The story went viral and was seized upon by the lamestream media, but its central uh, claim was substantially untrue. Uh, The meat of the story is this. They got a doctor named Jason uh, McElyer who appears to attribute the overcrowding at local hospitals hospitals to a deluge of ivermectin dose overdoses. Did you hear this? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. I saw it on Rachel Madcal. <laughs> oh, you saw it? So, and she yeah. has not done a retraction yet. The story was false. Right. Well, no, it's not true at all. 
doctor worked at two different No, no, doctor worked at two different hospitals. And one of the hospitals he worked at said, "Yes, we do have an overflow of emergency room patients." Right, but they were not our capacity, to ivermectin. Exceeding our capacity which who have taken ivermectin. No, no. The horse the horse deworming and parasite for cattle and horses. Well, I've read a debunking of that whole thing and and it also uh, appears that uh, Rachel Maddow has not fessed up fully yet because I have the transcripts. So the story ran under the headline, Patients Overdosing on Ivermectin Backing Up Rural Oklahoma Hospitals and Ambulances. It was picked up by Rolling Stone. It was picked up by Newsweek. It was picked up by the New York Daily News. MSNBC's Rachel Maddow tweeted about ivermectin overdoses straining Oklahoma hospitals. However, that really wasn't what the story said. It's really got to sort of dig into it. Um, The doctor is saying there's a reason you have to get a doctor to get a prescription for ivermectin because it can be dangerous. And then in a separate clip, he says the ERs are so backed up that gunshot victims are having hard times getting to facilities where they can get definitive care and treated. Both of those statements were true. But there were no ivermectin overdoses. In other words, because, remember the headline that we talked about? It's got to either scare you or make you horny. (laughs) (laughs) to get you to click on something spike your word here earlier for this but it's either got to scare you or make your horny because the headline appeared to connect those things everybody ran with it but they weren't actually connected upon uh further uh looking into it, it it turns out that there wasn't there aren't uh, over there are some people, by the way, in this story. Yes, there are. You, yes, gives yes, you the there numbers. are people. In, there are people in the hospital emergency room who have taken the horse version. Yeah, but of the numbers are really, really small. Now, let me go get the numbers for you because I love how you're in Rachel Maddow's corner. I wish we had one I of am. Tucker Carlson's friends. Dude, if, if, if there's a lesbian in a corner, that's my corner, Bob. <laughs> I First time. If there's a lesbian, lesbian in a corner, in a man's that's body. my corner. I get it. And she's so yeah. cute, yeah. but Come unattainable. Uh, I don't have Story the of my actual life. number right in front of me. I didn't expect someone to be as well read as you, Spike. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it turns out the numbers were very small, and they and it turns out they were spread over a very long period of time. And uh, th- it would have had no uh, impact on overcrowding the hospitals when you do actually dig into it. Anyway, the story okay, was so essentially that's, a hoax. So, yeah. I, okay. Well, it wasn't a hoax. It was hyperbole. And it was quoting a doctor who, I mean, that's so, I, I don't blame them for quoting a medical professional who made this right. claim. Now, I'd like you to use the same PR spin to tell me how people were on vacation in January 6th, touring the Capitol. Well, no, I just want to make sure we check the scoreboard. That's 845,000 lies to one. Okay. <coughs> Your ball, Fox. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> I guess my point yeah. is that everybody's full of shit. Ah, the old false equivalency. Nice job. Well it's done. Not, we'll it's not an equivalency. <laughs> it's that it's absolutely, yeah, um, you cannot heckle someone into getting smarter. In other words, it's useless I think, uh, you know what I mean? To play these back and Mm -hmm. forths with ridiculing people and calling them stupid. Uh, People who want to take ivermectin Mm -hmm. just haven't had the correct course yet. They're not stupid. The correct course of ivermectin? 
uh, the correct course in whatever it is they're not. Medical school like, you're talking like, about? In other words, if I'm broke down by the they, side of the road, I'm not stupid because I don't school? know how to fix my car. I just don't um, know yet. If, you're, if your car breaks down and you cut your wrist to put blood in your engine because you think it'll work, that makes you stupid. Not necessarily. It depends on who misled me. <laughs> well, that makes you gullible then. Okay. You, okay, but uh, now, now, now oh, we're on. splitting hairs. Back to point. lesbians. Excellent point. <laughs> gullible is a better word than stupid. Thank you. Yes. That's um, what the G stands for, by yeah. the way. Making America gullible again. Making America gullible again. <laughs> yeah. Um, except that we're all gullible. To a degree. And the, uh, Yeah, and the, the thing about being human is we can't possibly be an expert in probably 99% of the stuff that's complex out there. We don't know. That's true. That's true. Right. So... You know, ivermectin. So, so you, so I I went call. to Tractor Supply. I stocked up on it just in case you guys are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the problem, boss. Did you know that hydroxychloroquine actually, actually turns out to be yes. effective? But yes. they were using it in too high of a dose, and if you lower the dose, they're finding that it's actually a great therapeutic for COVID nineteen. But it was ridiculed so much. That I'd rather drink bleach because it's funnier, like Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> I call it sideism, my side versus your side. I think it's the biggest problem with the country, and it brings us to the Facebook story because that's the expose on Facebook this week. Now I know hardly anybody subscribes to the Wall Street Journal, so hardly anybody's going to actually read the reporting. Everybody's just going to go to the trough of whichever spin. They <laughs> the would, Wall they Street would. urinal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. But uh, how? what have you guys heard about this Wall Street Journal report about, it's called the Facebook uh, Files. By the way, it's a podcast and you can listen for free. I'm on it. All right. I did that, by the way. I mowed the lawn this morning and I heard six of them. Wow. wow. Did so, there, how, was there a data leak or was there memos that were hacked? You're, you're on it. Uh, yeah. So what happened is they've got, and I'm loving this, by the way. First of all, if you listen to the Wall Street Journal's podcast, The Facebook Files, you'll be blown away by something. The Wall Street Journal is a conservative paper of record. It's really all about, oh, I don't know. They hid it in the title, Wall Street. <laughs> it's for the money people right? where's the ding that was good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hold on i got one. Oh, I, I, I got a backup for you if you ever need it but yeah, here's the too. and i want to i want to give you all a little and you listening too if you want to do this i recommend other podcasts besides us because yes. other people have budgets and staffs <laughs> Jesus. we're just someone else with commentary we just try to make it different from other that, people's commentary that's right if you listen to the Facebook Files, the Wall Street Journal's free podcast. The Facebook Files. I, I, this will blow you away. It, it, you're expecting it to be a right-wing publication, right? Sure. If you labeled it NPR, the Facebook Files, that's how it sounds. It sounds like NPR, their podcast for the Facebook Files. It, it's delivered in that reasonable NPR tone. I'm Robert Siegel. This afternoon... Keep going. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I have to give I you some coffee. I can't yeah. keep my, yeah, I can't keep keep my speech pattern this way forever. But this blew me away. Well, well, well. 
Because usually when I'm watching something, like if it's Fox or if it's MSNBC or if it's even, you know, I always can hear the spin. But I'm listening to this and I'm like, it sounds like NPR. The story is this. They've got deep face. Deep face. Somebody in Facebook, more than, more than one person, I'm sure, feeding them emails, memos, confidential reports. They've got so, it all. So it's two Facebook. Two. It is two faced. Um, <laughs> yep. Very good. And here, but here's the dilemma. There's actually some optimism in this in this report. If you read the whole thing, Facebook doesn't want to be evil. They want to make money and to turn off doing his, evil things to, no they they want to do as few evil things as possible to continue increasing the amount of money they're making that's the and best stirring the pot yeah okay so here's what facebook has found out first of all lots of bad stuff happens on facebook especially around the world yeah other countries very bad stuff two specific things reported on one was a drug cartel i think in mexico and they found out and did nothing. Yeah. Used Facebook to recruit hitmen. Mm -hmm. Just like a commercial you would run on a radio station to recruit people for a job. Just throwing that out there in case any of you want to take a shot at it. Want to get rich <laughs> and don't want your neighbors to know how you did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> want to work one hour a week and make $200,000? <laughs> and uh, Slice left. Slice and, right. And it was complained about. And Facebook basically, well, what they did, and here's what they do, and this is, the, I call this the old YouTube two-step. Oh, if you let it, we, we are totally, we have zero tolerance for that, and if you find it, we'll close their accounts. Yeah, great. And what we do to make sure no one can open up another account. What? There are other accounts? <laughs> well, if you find them, we'll close them. And, That's right. And so it's whack-a-mole. Uh, the other thing was, and this was in, uh, I think it was uh, United Arab Emirates. Uh, it was in the Middle East. Yes. Rich yeah. uh, websites were recruiting people from other countries, to Thailand. Hack. Yeah. What were the other ones? Hackers. Uh, well, no, they were recruiting uh, uh, women for the sex trade and oh. uh, and uh, forced labor, human trafficking uh, to be maids. Um, and, and it's and they promised you visa, passport, uh, transportation, and then when they got to the other country, they stole your uh, passport and your visa, and forced you to do you know what they force human trafficked people to do. And dishes, floors, <laughs> dishes and floors, windows. Uh, in some cases, they were actually rude, you know, rude clients who treated them like. Uh, dirt and they were maids but in a lot of it it was um yeah. it was sex sex trade yeah. so uh here's the thing facebook did not do anything except whack-a-mole when these things were exposed they took them down and what the wall street journal got a hold of is internal memos about it internal wow. emails wow so it's this real stuff and Let's see, who's Wall Street? Again, it's in the title. Who do they uh, care about? Uh, that would be the rich, Bob. Big companies that make money. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right. So they're basically shooting at Facebook's feet.
And the amazing thing about it is these sounded like NPR reports because the Wall Street Journal is doing something liberals are often accused of doing. It's called virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. And NPR is all about virtual signaling. It's all about how wonderful we want to do good for people. And there's an audience for that. Uh, in the case of the Wall Street Journal, these reports are damning. Super damning. Uh, Facebook routinely ignored internal research that showed these flaws. Uh, what else? The truth is that research into the impact social media has on people is still just getting started. Uh, but one thing they did find is as Facebook tweaks its algorithm, and they constantly do that. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. <laughs> as they tweak their algorithm... Lately, the problem they've been having is they've been increasing engagement but making people angrier. And they make their money off of engagement. And internally, by the way, they don't want to make people angry. They say. No, no, they really don't because ultimately they don't need this crap. They need engagement. They just want money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Facebook doesn't have a, con- a corporations don't have a conscience. They have a balance sheet. Account- accountants. Yeah. Yes. So um, internally, and this was leaked, Facebook f- was told the thing that could stop misinformation and inflammatory, angry stuff in its tracks and clear up the big problem. And you know what it was? Let Mr. Rogers run the company. <laughs> He's dead. Thank you for the joke Damn. one, because I only have the real one. I appreciate that. But, oh, sorry. No, it was remove the share button. Ah. And so they had an t- internal team of like, what could we do to the algorithm that would stop misinformation and bad stuff that makes people angry from exploding? And it was simple. That stuff shares. That, uh, fire burns dry tinder. Yeah. yeah. Remove the share button. And, uh, of course, well, why'd you just say so? <laughs> oh, that's a horse of another color. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was dead on arrival because that would kill their business. Right. The share button is how you ding other people. Or you just, just cut and paste it and put it in your spot. I mean, well, you know, some people do that, too. <laughs> there's, a way to, yeah. there's a way around everything. Uh, and, and, by the way, that would have helped because it's slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, true. So they, uh, so they, uh, uh, but they, they have that in their arsenal now. That if something gets really bad, that's a fire extinguisher. They'll just take off the share button. Five months later, they'll take off the share button. <laughs> yes, after a certain number yeah. of people have died. And, and when Pablo Escobar breaks the rules, Paco Escobar <laughs> will be next. Uh, we'll go after him next. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, this stuff is devastating, and if you're too cheap to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, go to their free podcast called The Facebook Files. I'll give it a plug because I learned a lot. I also learned a lot about how you um, how you do well on Facebook. It turns out what Facebook considers gold, and this is a tip for any of you who want to be bigger on Facebook— uh, what's Naked gold? pictures of B. Arthur? No. <laughs> Please. Oh. God, no. Share, 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 share. 
Naked pictures of Cher, yeah. Just oh, it's a Cher you... button. C-H-E-R button. That's brilliant, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, no, it turns out... Snap out of it! It turns out that original written posts uh, and stories are gold to them. Yeah. And if they're good, they actually boost them. Right. And they do the same thing on LinkedIn, by the way. Do they? Yes. And so uh, it turns out posting a meme that everyone else posted is the lowest form, uh, but it can create a brush fire. And uh, (laughs) it's the lowest form of political debate. Yes, it's kerosene of an electoral register. (laughs) So they have those. It's a Molotov cocktail. Tale of of misinformation, yes. And and I've found this to be a little bit true uh, only by accident. Um, last week I wrote a story about you know the history of Aerosmith and there's a nightclub right near us. It was actually it was like a head shop and it was like 18 different things and it's been closed and the building's been sitting there vacant for 10 years. Mm-hmm. The building was just sold and as they're tearing down the walls, the nightclub called the Savage Beast, which we talked about in last week's podcast, right. the wall of that club appeared. And in Aerosmith history, that is the first place that uh, Brad Whitford played with the band with their current lineup. So that is the first place that the band ever played as a band. Probably could have sold that wall for more than the building. Well, so so here's the thing. I tell the story on Facebook. I cut and paste some Wikipedia that documents the Savage Beast. And I took a picture of my wife, Lisa... Uh, recreating her dance moves from when she was 19 (laughs) up against that wall, dancing amongst the blocked-down cinder blocks. Great story. And it's the most viewed post I've had. Yeah. And apparently other people are doing that because they were tearing it down that day, and I just drove by. Really? It's still up, and they cleared all the cinder blocks so people Ah. could come and take pictures. Ah. But this is the stuff Facebook likes. They like if you create real content that someone's if you're a content interested. Yeah, generator. Yeah. Then uh, and, and you know. how many likes did you get on that, Bob? I don't remember. You want me to look it up? He doesn't live yeah. or die by his likes. He doesn't care. Well, <laughs> no. Are you kidding? <sighs> He's an independent guy with an so independent mind. Did, did it change your? Yeah. Did it change your news feed? Do you think? You know what I mean? This stuff that appears on on your own personal Facebook page. Well, did, I've did noticed you notice things, a difference. I've noticed things about Facebook. First off, young people are abandoning abandoning it in droves. droves. Yes. Uh, mostly, it's older people. But I've also noticed that my newsfeed now knows who I like to talk to and prominently features them. them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anybody you engage with gets high prominence in your That's right. Feed. And all yeah. the other people, like the other yeah. 5,000, yeah. it knows yeah. I don't care about them because it's been yeah. watching me <laughs> like a hawk. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. If uh, a hawk were corrupt. Yeah. yeah. Let me look at that post and see <laughs> how many. So it's been up for five days. Yeah, you know, for me, it's almost 500 people and Jeez. eight wow. shares and 65 comments. It's a small post. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to become an influencer. Uh, my, daughter's, my, my daughter's Da Vinci cookie, by the way. Ah, oh, I would that's imagine. A good one. Yeah. 800. I got 800 likes. Jeez. 800 is yeah. awesome. But it, it even, yeah. 
It could be, and that I posted on mine, and it got that much on mine too. Yeah, yeah. That's an incredible likeness. It really is astounding. Having said all of that, let's remember: Facebook is evil and destroying the planet. True. You know what's funny? Yeah. I tried to share that Wall Street Journal story to Facebook. You did. Yeah. And? It wouldn't let me. What do you mean it wouldn't let you? Well, maybe, maybe it's. A, I'm, I'm trying to do it on my phone because I'm using my computer to talk to you. Yeah. But as I've got a Wall Street Journal subscription. So, so they have two weapons, by the way. One is not letting you, mm-hmm. and the other is choking you silently. Yeah. In ways you don't know. You get blacklisted, basically. Yeah. Yeah. When we did the, uh, we did a Trump, uh, King Trump video back in 2016, I knew it would go viral. I put it on YouTube. You know, it's got, I don't know, 100-something thousand views. And I put it on Facebook. I, I forwarded it from YouTube to Facebook. Uh-huh. And six people saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next day I went, why is that? And my son Andrew said, well, Facebook's not going to promote YouTube videos. No. you got to upload the video to Facebook. And then put it in the comments. And when I op- uploaded it to Facebook, 35,000 people saw it the next day. Hmm. So Think about it. You don't know tricks. anything about Facebook. No. They spy on you. They sell your information. They, they control you. your echo chamber. What is it? The vertical and the horizontal? They do. We control they the vertical. Do. We control the horizontal. Yeah. But that's Facebook. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Don't touch yourself either. Was that the outer limits? Is that that was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my big stories. What else you got, Spike? I'm just afraid of people. I'm afraid of stupidity. I'm really, I mean, I really, I am. I'm just terrified of people. I, I followed some guy around the road. Well, how does Facebook make you feel that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you um, some, but some you guy were where? just exhibiting the symptoms of what social media is causing. Well, I, yeah, I saw some guy with a F Biden flag. He was holding the flag mm-hmm. out of his driver's window of his car. I mean, a oh, huge geez. flag right. and driving with that. Is this guy a friend of yours? Oh, no, oh no. Well, no, no. Hold on, but here's the solution. Yes. Become his friend. Yeah, divide and Well, I rammed my car into his. That's a good first meeting, right? <laughs> I didn't do that, by the way. But I did stop because he was going one way and I was going the other way, and I stopped and just flipped him off. You know. And do you sad. feel you did some good in the world by doing that? Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that he work for you? Right. I'm sure you went, sure went right. Isn't that a precursor to a road rage shooting about 100% of the time? Uh, it, that's sort of well, how it happens, yeah. I, I was hoping that the police officer I passed a couple of seconds after him going the same ah. direction he was would have noticed that he was driving with a huge flag hanging out of his driver's window while he was driving. That can't be up to the Let road. me guess. When he was doing that with that flag... Do you think he was trying to own you, Libtard? Oh, that's great! What a what what a what a mission! What a mission! For, what, you know, yeah. That's, I love that. That's 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 the that's the platform. Yep. Own Libtards. Yeah, but it didn't. You give him what he wanted. It was the the effect desired. Yeah. 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 Great. I'm glad. Well, he did. You know what? And I saved his wife another. To you, Isn't that by nice the way. Of me? To you, another does beat. he represent all people who vote differently than you? No, he represents the deplorable, and I will use that term liberally. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Hillary. Because okay. some, some folks earn it. Some but, folks deserve it. But understand, there's 7 billion people in the world. Yeah. And if you are upset that some of them are deplorable, and you're going to stay upset until they're not deplorable, you've sacrificed your whole life to feel upset. 
Nah, I had a pretty good day without that. You know, I, I, I had a pretty well-rounded day. All right. you know, the rest of it was Did good. some gardening, went to Home Depot, you know, <laughs> did a, a beer funnel. It was but great. when I asked you what a was on your funnel. mind, that guy was on your mind. Uh, yeah, because, you know, we've been talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about social social media. I think, I think we need Boner the Clown deadly. here. Boner, are you there? You know something, Spike? You're a passionate guy, aren't you? Thanks, Boner. <laughs> I get Whoa, this. look at that. Got so big when he did that. Wow. <laughs> it's a character Ed used to use on radio, and they would tie, um, you know, the balloon animals. Only every one of them looked like a boner. <laughs> That's awesome. The I'm making a giraffe. <laughs> no, it's not a giraffe. <laughs> it's a sword. <laughs> That's great. No, no, that's oh a my boner. God. <laughs> we know we're going to zoom pretty soon, Ed. Uh, yeah. He'd like he'd like to wear shorts. He'd he'd love to wear shorts, especially on hot days. He just can't. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I hope that's your job, Spike. Because oh yeah, that's what we're here for. I I, I, I just find I, 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 I find in the real world with real people, yeah, people are way nicer and friendlier than they are. True. In meme land. Oh, and key, yeah, keyboard strong. That's my favorite hashtag to yeah. put on people's when I see and, somebody. And I think that keyboard strong. I think to some extent that that keyboard courage is essentially fake. I think it it reminds me a little of the Wizard of Oz. Remember that big mean guy, and then when they pulled back the curtain, <laughs> silence, libtard. <laughs> <laughs> I am the great. No, I think it's fake. I think people are actually nicer than that. All people are nicer, except <laughs> that the really mean, small number of human beings. Silence, whippersnapper! Yeah. Sorry. Ouch. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I agree. Yeah. Okay. And most of the people who type strong are, you know, pussycats in real life. But you know what? I've got a Republican friend with a sailboat, and he occasionally invites me out, even though I'm, you know, a centrist, shall we say? Yeah, but you're and on a you're on a right wing show on an, on an AM radio station. That is true. So you're but kind it, of like the t- token Libby. Yeah, I'm. That's 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 what it comes down to. They will yeah. still discuss, you know, their their views, and then they will ask me to weigh in, and I'll say, well, I respectfully disagree. You know, and, and that's all you say. No, and then I, I, I give my, my part, but it's not like keyboard courage where they, they don't turn and say, you asshole. No, you know, they you're, say, they're your friend. Okay, well, yeah. uh, give, us, give us your take, you know, and it's very genteel and nice, and then I'm sure they cuss on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think the good news is that a lot of people are figuring that we need to bring better quality news to people. That's a good idea. And what's happened with social media is the almost the entire news game has turned into how can I scare or make someone horny and get them to click. Yeah. And for Halloween this year, I'm going out as Rupert Murdoch. Really? Oh, my God. Yes. How are you going to do that? <laughs> Just to scare people. But I don't even know what he looks like. How would I know a costume? It's why oh. it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Because it's going to say tricks, no treats. Uh. <laughs> I Old guy, of... thick glasses, Aussie accent, money in every pocket. That's I haven't thought of a Halloween costume yet. Everybody's going to go as COVID, right? <laughs> I'm, going as bo- I'm going as Boner the Clown now. I'm going as <laughs> That's just genius. Yeah, and I don't know why you don't... I need big <laughs> shoes and a bag of balloons. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Cheap, too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, anything cheerful? <laughs> Zip. Um... 
Yes. Anything cheerful? <laughs> cheerful after it? this digression? <laughs> My God. Are your Save drums, us. Are your drums tuned? Oh, everything's good. His drum kit sounded good, by the way. We should get him to do a solo well, at the end you. of every show. Oh, no, no. I'm not <laughs> Actually, that type of a drummer. Well, and, and that's funny because uh, so I went to see Zip, which is what we started the show on, yeah. uh, with um, George T. Gregory, who's an amazing sax player. And still Vol Brown, it's an incredible guitarist who's played. These guys have played with some of the biggest, you know, buddy guys, some of the biggest players uh, in the world. And um, I'm watching and I'm like, Geez, Zip can hang with these cats. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Well. Nice, nice. He did break his shoulder like a year and a half ago, and it was touch and go for a little while. You had to do rehab. and uh, But I'm listening because I'm, you know, Spike knows from recording with me for a couple, 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a, you know, I've got no skill. A fussy ear, though. But those who no, can't no, do know how to criticize others who can't do. <laughs> You, you have your, your, your skill. You've got skill, first off, but your Big real your greatest your greatest skill is your ears. It is, and and it's and Absolutely. it's also um, empowering other people. Um, yeah. So the great facilitator. So what <laughs> what Zip's doing is he's playing with these guys, and I'm listening, and I'm listening for any sign that he's not rock solid in his time because he broke his shoulder. I mean, that's just. Oh, I'm sorry. I, every time Rachel Ray comes on, I want to see how fat she got. I, I'm, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> she never puts on an ounce. You know, with, I did the same thing with Oprah. It's like, you're doing well. I hope you can keep it up. Oh, too bad you fell off the wagon into a bag of cheese. That's just I know it's brutal. terrible, but I'm admitting so it, and I, and I know so. that's awful. So anyway, Zip, you know that I was like, I hope he's going to do it. And I'm listening, and you were just... Rock solid, perfect, and um, and in a blues band like this, if I can tell That's the story, important. Yeah. when um, George T. Gregory says, like, in the way these guys look look at someone to take a solo, yeah, it's like he glances over at the keyboard player, or he glances over at Stovall Brown, this incredible guitar player, Your and turn. the guy starts soloing it. And correct me if I'm wrong, Zip, but. We're seeing how it's going because we don't know how many bars he's going to solo for, depending on how it goes, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, more or less. And if it's kicking ass, he'll like he'll like nod, like keep going. And then when Stovall knows he's just about done, he'll like do a, a little, you know, like bewitched, only not little head head little head nod, <laughs> tick a tick a tick. No, he'll do a little <laughs> thing ding, ding, ding. and, and <laughs> hand it off. Oh, yeah. Or if there's going to be a stop with the drums <clears throat> for the ending of a song, like crack, the, crack, crack. he'll throw his hand up to let you and pull it down to let you know there's a stop, right? Mm, anyway, yeah. all these signals. And so, and I'm watching him give solos to everybody. And at one point, he goes, uh, My man, you know, worked with him for 40 years or however <laughs> it is. My man, Zip Zip fell on drums. And Zip, and Zip does like a little jazz, like every other drummer I know. Would be ba ba da ba da ba ba da ba da And what Zip does is he just jazzes it up a little bit. He goes ba 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 and he takes like two bars, and then he's done. That's like, and they don't have to like wrestle it back from him. Less is more. Is that fair? That's yeah. It's a fair assumption. I yeah. You don't really like to do a solo. 
No, not necessarily. I I love the ensemble thing. You know, I really do. That's my. Yeah, he's a rare. He's a hard drummer to find because everybody else overplays. Oh, everybody, every musician, (laughs) every drummer overplays. You should have seen him before he broke his shoulder, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's always been the same. And and after the debilitating shoulder. (laughs) But you were no, I was fun. (laughs) You were really, really good. And I and by the way, he knows that I'm. I'm truly admiring him because I stayed yeah. for the whole night. Yeah. And everyone left. His girlfriend even left after the first set. And then it's the real alcoholics from 11 <laughs> yeah, to, to it midnight. Is. Right? It's one of those clubs. Yeah. 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 And I was like, this is cool. I think I can stay sober for an hour and watch this. <laughs> but it was. That's it was about cool. as urban a club as you'll get in New England, technically. Yeah. You know? And a little scary as the neighborhood, but it was well lit. Yeah. I appreciated that. <laughs> but you weren't. Oh. I wasn't lit at all. And no. actually, I don't know if I told you this, but as I was driving out, there was a really nasty accident on a main road involving some pretty rough-looking people. Someone had hit a motorcycle and oh, smashed ew. it. And it was like, well, not a motorcycle. It was one of those, it almost looked like a Sea-Doo uh, uh, motorcycle. Like... What do you call those oh, things? Oh, the rockets. The, 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 no, no, the Can-Am with the two front wheels. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And it's got, it's all plastic. Trike. Like, Trike. like, yeah. Like one of those water sports things. Yeah. 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 And it was After destroyed. It was plastic and glass yeah. everywhere. And, uh, and I'm stuck in this traffic for a while and there's no blue lights. And there's like all these people like, and they're loading the remnants of this bike into a truck and there's two smashed up cars. Mm. And I think, did they already take away the victim then? Is that what? And they were just cleaning up the site, or no? That, that but here's the be. thing: the police, or were they just trying to cl- I, get out of there before the cops showed up? I never figured it out. But when I got up there, I noticed people like were pissed off, and they were just driving over the broken glass. I gotta get out of here. I'm like, <laughs> I do not want a flat tire halfway to Vermont, so I really waited to go around. Uh, but it looked to me like the cops were scared to be in that neighborhood. I, I don't know what it was. There was nobody there. And this is where Zip was playing? Yes. <laughs> well, it's right around the corner from the MGM Casino. Yeah. You know, that, that, neighbor, and it's, that neighborhood's come up a long way since the Moving scene. on up. It it to side. <laughs> but remember Dr. John's bike. I mean, you're not playing in a good club if you haven't been shot at least once. I've been in the right place, <laughs> but it must have been a wrong You paid your dues until right. you took some lead. That's right. Well, that should do it for us. But thank you for the compliment. Uh, no problem. I, I, I do have a couple things to play for you guys. Um, Yay. Who didn't make it to my birthday party? Spike mm. and Zip, right? Yes. Right. Correct. Um, I actually recorded Christina Ullman playing her hit The Deep End at the party. The Beehive Queen. Featuring at the party. Okay. Cliff right. Goodwin on guitar. And uh, I'd love to play it for you. You want to hear it? Let her rip. All right. This is recorded in, I don't want to, I don't want to over set this up, but maybe one of the worst places they've ever played. <laughs> and I'm not talking crime like the neighborhood Zip was and just a, in. And a small crowd. It's just Acoustically? A t- you know, uh, well, it's just a little birthday party in a room that they were so kind enough to do for me. And um, we recorded the tracks and I said to Christine, is it all right if I, you know. And she said, okay. 
I haven't played it for her yet, but I know she'll like it. I also know she'll never get to the end of this podcast. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Here we go. Here's the deep end. Why don't we do a little soul clap in here? Christine Ullman? That's right. You know, the beehive queen does not believe in falling in love down to the shallow end of the pool. I don't see any reason to go there at all, as a matter of fact. So let's come on down with me. Go with me down, 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 down. Oh, baby, come on down. Let's go down, down, to the deep end. I never was one for the shallow water, never afraid of the dark.
from the Saturday Night Live band, the Beehive Queen, Christy Nolman. That's the title track from her album, The Deep End, at my birthday party. And if you liked it, uh, just uh, Spotify or Apple her and listen to a bunch of songs and then buy one of her albums. Mm, great stuff. That, that oh, was amazing. That was my birthday party. She was great. Yeah. Wow. Ed, like flew, Ed flew out. Great. My invitation must have got lost in the mail. That's right. I did forget to invite you because I knew there's no way you'd ever come. Was that uh, Cliff Solon? That's Cliff singing the background vocals, Cliff doing the guitar. That's only only four piece, yeah. You know Cliff, uh, Spike. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's like the godfather of Twisted Tunes. He played on all the early ones. Wow. Since you were all nice enough to listen to that, I'll play you one more song. This one features Spike O'Neill. Oh, that's the the reward. You're, I get to follow her. You're the best. You are the best. <laughs> Would you have preferred I played you first and then say yes. now? Hold oh, another one, just like the other one. You've been holding on to it, and I sure would like a hit. I don't know if you've heard this don't before. Bogart, that song, my friend. I like to hear this one better, Bob. Yeah. This Actually, guy is great. Here, let man. me play one song in between to cleanse your palate. You ready? Right. Sure. I, I came across this song and I thought, I don't even know if you guys will know what this is, but it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Seriously. Ready? Yep. That's right, that's right, I'm sad and blue Cause I can't do the boogaloo I'm lost, I'm lost, can't do my thing And that's why I sing Gimme, gimme, ding, 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 Better about following that tip. To know just where you are. Give me that. Give me that. Does everybody know that song? Give me that. Give me that. Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show, brother. No, it wasn't. It was called. It was called the Pipkins. That's Doctor Hook. Well, it might be him, but the band was called the Pipkins at the time. Okay. I have to look into that. Interesting. It's sort of a combination. Let's listen to that voice. That's Doctor. That's oh, baby. Yeah. Well, it's a parody of Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack, I know, yeah. And uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. And it's Tiny Tim. Okay, have we separated you enough from Christine Ullman? <laughs> yes, okay. I forgot we even played that other song. This is actually That's how uh, much my ears hurt. Uh, I don't know if you've even heard this. Uh, you recorded the song. We never put it out. It was you doing an e- an Eagles song. Do you remember which one? Do we do? Oh, them shoes. Those shoes. Those shoes. Yes. Have you ever heard yeah. this mixed? I don't think I have. I, I just found it on an old tape. I think wow. I played it on the podcast once, but the best way to hide something from you is to put it on the podcast because you'll never There you listen. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. We'll and you never it. put it out, Bob. Don't worry. I you're never not put the first out, one no. that didn't put out for Anyway, here's one oh, from look, Spike Oh, look, I just got an email. I just got an email from Don Henley's lawyer. Look at that. Just for <laughs> <what> you mentioned. <laughs> that really funny? Wow.
And the impalers. Wow. Killed it. Killed yeah. it. That was Dudley, right? With the, uh, the voice box? Uh well, first of all, Spike O'Neill on the incredible vocals. But yes, yeah. That's uh that's Dudley Taft. Do you guys know who Dudley Taft is? I do know. Mm-hmm. 
Dudley Taft is um, an amazing guitar player. He's a blues guitar player. You can look him up. Doesn't he live near Nashville now? Um, yeah, he moved. He, I think he's in Ohio, actually. But I thought he moved south. Um, well, he moved to the Carolinas and got out. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He has two daughters, and he spent about two years in the Carolinas and said, ain't no way I'm raising girls in this state. I'm serious. No kidding. And he went back to uh, oh, I think Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. I'm looking at his yeah, uh, bio yeah, page. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's his family is old school, old school Ohio. Well, it, it, that's because yeah. he's related to President. Was it Howard Taft? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. He's William Howard. He's Taft. like the great grandson of a president. Wow. Yeah. Playing a vocoder. <laughs> well, he's an amazing. Guitar- he was an amazing guitarist then. He's Phenomenal. better. You know, today we wouldn't bother him to play a cover song. I'm sure. Mm. But and then Jeff Kathan on the drums, and I meant that about Jeff. If you gave him a half hour drum solo, you'd still have to sort of give him the high sign at 29 and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He locked it in on that one, man. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Not crazy. Yes, he did. Amazing stuff. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out this long. We got our, uh, we did our 90 minutes, and uh, we're messing around with the schedule a little bit this week and last week, but we appreciate you all hanging with us. You can reach us at uh, patreon.com slash Rivers if you'd like to throw something into the tip jar. And it's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Thanks. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.